0: New reskilling programs, big and small, are popping up all across government. The Agriculture Department launched a new Senior Executive Service Candidate Development Program for rising IT leaders, and the National Science Foundation is piloting an online course program for employees to learn data analytics and science skills. Agencies say they're trying to ease their employees into those programs. And as Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco reports, the concept of reskilling is still nerve wracking for some.
1: Agencies are starting all kinds of projects to reskill or retrain some of their employees this year. They're starting small, but they are starting something. And the programs look a little different depending on the agency and the types of employees. The Agriculture Department announced a new program for emerging IT leaders who might have an interest in becoming a chief information officer or chief information security officer one day. It's a senior executive service candidate development program. It's open to all federal employees who have at least a year of supervisory experience. Candidates will go through a four-month assignment, and they'll get an SES mentor. But when it comes to other employees at the middle to lower ends of the general schedule, USDA is taking a little bit of a different approach. The department's chief financial office tested robotics process automation for its disbursement work. The pilot went well, but it had an impact on some of the employees. Venice Goodwine is the Chief Information Security Officer for Cybersecurity at USDA.
2: So if I then automate that process, what is that individual going to do? Because their skill set is probably not current for what we need to do today. I have to have a plan for that. We always forget about the workforce and the people portion of technology Mm -hmm. and emerging technology and automation. So we have to make sure, and in that case, we did just that, we said if we take RPA and disbursements, how many man hours, how many FTEs does that free up? okay, so if I free up this many FTEs, what will they do next? What mm-hmm. does a training plan look like? Do they have the skills? So we did skills assessments through USDA just to get an understanding. And we went a step further using the NICE code, the National um, Initiative for Cybersecurity mm-hmm. Education. The three-digit codes that we're assigned, we actually use them at USDA to identify the type of work that individuals should actually do. Because it, it's not just, it's cybersecurity, but there's all types of cybersecurity work that's done. So we've used that then to also reskill and re tool, our um, workforce, because of automation, business process automation.
1: Goodwine says USDA developed a governance plan for reskilling employees impacted by automation. She says it's something the department can likely replicate, especially as it continues to pilot other emerging technology. The most important thing, though, is keeping employees informed and involved in the process. Here's Goodwine.
2: If I want to automate something, that means someone's not going to do something. What will they do next? And if you don't communicate that to employees, you create fear and mayhem. We have to have that conversation about we're automating because I need you to do something different, but I need to tell you what that different thing is. And I also need to prepare you to do that different thing. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, they're just the last to know.
1: Dorothy Aronson is the chief information officer at the National Science Foundation, She's also the co-chair of the Federal CIO Workforce Committee. She's learned her own lessons about how automation can impact employees.
0: We had a small project that we were implementing. It really wasn't supposed to be earth shattering. It was just supposed to introduce IT, uh, AI very quickly. And it was a very successful project. It had three components, uh, IT, data, and people. The IT part was successful, the data part was successful, and the people part
1: failed. Aronson says employees have to want to learn something new. And that's where something like the Career Compass Challenge comes in. The National Science Foundation launched a competition challenge last November. The goal is to find promising prototypes of applications or other tools that agencies like NSF can use to map career plans and training opportunities for employees. NSF received about a dozen prototypes, and the agency is reviewing them now. I spoke with Aronson about some other reskilling initiatives that are underway at the agency, but first, she told me about the status of the Career Compass Challenge.
0: I can only say at this point that we've just begun the judging, so we'll be judging for the next couple of weeks, that we received about a dozen responses, prototype suggestions and that most of them have made it through what we call compliance checking so most of them are valid and they pertain to the subject and there are prototypes that are launchable so I won't know more than that for another couple of weeks but we were thrilled the uh, day of the deadline was a Friday and I went home from work it was a midnight deadline and I went home from work and there had been one submission and I was thinking well how do we talk about this if there's one submission well certainly judging will be much easier but that night by 11:59, the rest of the submissions had come in and uh, so I woke up in the morning and I looked at the site and I was <laughs> thrilled and surprised by the response
1: is there anything else that you yourself are working on at NSF that you're able to preview, you're able to talk about, that might be of interest to this whole reskilling topic that we're talking about? Yes,
0: absolutely. There's two very interesting things happening at NSF right now. Through the CIO Council, NSF is heading up something we call the Udacity Experiment, where we are taking volunteers from 10 different agencies federal agencies and we're giving them the opportunity to upskill quickly to become either data analysts or data scientists using this online product tool and we're going to make a determination after that as to whether or not a, a tool like this is a good way of, of changing your career the other thing is that when we we surveyed a group of people to see who was interested in Udacity and we found out that even the basic data science skills aren't prevalent. So what we learned was a lot of people were very interested in participating in the Udacity experiment, but they didn't have the basic skills to enter into the, into the data analyst or data science program. So what we're doing now at next at NSF is we're going to be bringing all of the people with a general interest in data science together and asking them, where are you in this path? you know it's possible that people will need basic logic training you know what is boolean logic if then else so I have no idea what the breadth of need is going to be and we're assuming zero Uh, and so that's going to really help us because we're going to be working we're hoping to team people up to look across the federal government to find where various training opportunities are and leverage the existing training tools but we want to meet people where they are instead of requiring them to be at a certain level before they begin
1: it's interesting that you you kind of pulled everyone, found out what their needs are, and now you're sort of reevaluating and trying to come up with a plan that seems like it best fits current skills, right? Right, because
0: I believe that we talk about these things, we technologists talk about data science as if it's something that only technologists can do or are doing. And really, it's the words, I believe, in some to some degree, it's the words that make people nervous and that make people uncertain about whether or not they know that they need to make decisions based on data. So if we can give them ways of getting to that data more easily without using scary words and requiring tools like R or Python, then we will, in fact, help launch The new generation of people into the workforce where IT is more prevalent. Things that we think of as IT-specific skills will be broadly distributed over time. That's Dorothy Aronson, Chief Information Officer at the National Science Foundation and co-chair of the Federal CIO Council Workforce Committee, talking with Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco.
2: When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Grifols Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GrifolsPlasma.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips.